Hey, what's going on everyone? What is cooking? Yup, it's me, I am back. This is Scriptwriter Steve, the one and only. It's currently September 21st, 2022, and it is currently 2.07 a.m. in the morning. And guess what? I'm up late doing my thing, which means I'm doing a lot of wedding stuff right now, answering emails, editing wedding videos, talking to you folks. So, I'm probably, I'm probably thinking, or guessing that you're wondering where the hell I was for about a month. It wasn't a month and a half. Uh, I tell you what, it's been busy. It's been really, really busy. I have a lot of things to say. A lot of, a lot of stuff I got to get off my chest. Some good, some bad, some not so good. But you're going to hear it all right here on my podcast. Okay, I'm going to turn this music down and let's start chatting away. Anyway, I'm just going to keep chatting right now because, uh, and probably to the beginning, the end of the podcast. Because uh, my podcast has technically been demonetized. Yep, I don't get any money from Anchor anymore. Um, they heard a few podcasts of mine being a little political. Uh, they, they didn't. I don't think they really liked my opinion about abortion. And uh, after my podcast went a little viral and I got about 10,000 listeners one time in about a day. Uh, and then I started expressing my opinion about Roe versus Wade and saying, hey, you know what? I think that maybe it should be reversed because it should go back to the states. And, you know, whichever way the states do vote, yes or no, then just let it be. And just let the legislators, let the people decide of those states whether or not they want abortion to be illegal or illegal in their own states, right? And if it does come to a federal mandate or a federal law, let it be a law. Let the, again, let a law be passed that will say that abortion is 100% legal. The Supreme Court does not create laws, and that's why I sided with it. It wasn't a pro-choice or like, you know, pro-abortion type of thing, a stance. It was it had nothing to do with that. But apparently, I guess Anchor or Spotify didn't like my opinion. And right after, you know, my podcast went viral, uh, or short or a small, small time viral, right? Uh, they shadow banned my podcast. A lot of people had a problem playing my podcast and automatically they demonetized everything. And, uh, you know, I said, that, that kind of hurt my feelings because I thought I was just getting, getting the ball rolling, right? You know, you know, going from a few hundred listeners to a 10,000, I thought, wow, I can really talk to a lot of people. A lot of people can hate me. But apparently that didn't happen. And a lot of people who did subscribe didn't, you know, get my, my, my alerts here and there. And then I, I kind of got unmotivated in a way, but I still kept talking. I still kept talking because a lot of people, again, they listen, they listen to my podcast and they love it because, you know, they, they listen to my podcast for a lot of wedding advice, a lot of life advice sometimes. A lot of, they just want to hear my opinion. But a lot of you out there, a lot of my listeners out there end up booking my services, uh, when you come to Hawaii. So thank you so much for all of those who uh, continue to listen, uh, who have booked my wedding company services, Dream Weddings Hawaii, DreamWeddingsHawaii.com, if you don't know what it is. And uh, I really appreciate it. And through just through that, just through that, uh, my podcast has brought in tens of thousands of dollars for me, even though I'm not very popular out there. All right? One customer, a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right? So, so it's really helped out. Just one of you, 10 of you, 20 of you out there makes this podcast pretty profitable for me. All right. 
Anyway, so what in the world happened? Why did I stop podcasting? My feelings weren't hurt from, you know, really, I wasn't really butthurt from getting demonetized. Uh, I just got really busy with weddings. And I started to, you know, uh, you know, when you do a lot of weddings, a lot of, a lot of photography, a lot of video, I do photography and video. Uh, I just started to get backlogged a lot because everyone just started coming to Hawaii. Like, I want to get married. I want to get married, Steve, and everything. So I started, so I was just, uh, you know, I didn't have time because I had videos and photos to edit. And then on top of that, my business partner, Keith, you know, Pitmaster Keith, you know, he had to use up his vacation time and he came, he kept pressuring me. I had that high school peer pressure going. He kept saying, Steve, you know, what's the plan when it comes to this vacation? You know, we got to go on vacation. I'm going to lose my vacation time. And what's really the plan? I want, are we going to go Florida? Are we going to go Iowa? We're going to go California. And I, and I, and I said, you know what? You know what, Keith? Um, I'm going to take you to California. I'm going to be your tour guide because I used to live there, you know, back in my aspiring screenwriting days. I'm going to show you my old stomping grounds. And that's what I did. So in October, no, hold on, not in October, in, uh, was it October? No, late, no, late August. I'm sorry. Getting all my months, I'm getting all, getting all my months, what they call it, mixed up. October didn't happen yet, right? So, so, uh, anyway, it's too late right now. 2 12 a.m. in the morning, right? Forgive me. Joe Biden moment. It's a Joe Biden moment. Okay. So anyway. It was, it was a late, late, late August where we, when we went to California, spent about 10 days up there and we toured, uh, we did all the Disney park themes and the theme parks and all that and Universal Studios had a fun, had a fun time. And guess what? My luck, my luck, I got sick halfway through the trip. I got really sick. I got sick to the point where I lost my voice. And I've never gotten that sick before in my life. So what happened? Well, when I left uh, from Hawaii to go on the trip, I started to get a little itchy throat. And I said, oh, you know, this is not too good. I'm not sure if I'm coming down with COVID. That really, that really passed my mind because my, my auntie Shar had actually contracted COVID right before I left. And she's taking care of my grandmother who was, uh, who was suffering from Alzheimer's at that time. And my mother was also taking care of my, my grandmother, seeing my auntie Shar at the same time. So even though my, my mother had, had been exposed and actually had gotten COVID, you know, people get, can get reinfected. So of course I saw my mother before I left and I said, oh, did I get COVID? Did my mom get COVID? You know, did they get it? Did they get COVID from my auntie Shar? And, uh, you know, so I got up there, my little scratchy throat, and then it disappeared. And then, uh, uh, while we were at Disneyland on the California Adventure Rides, um, we rode the Incredibles ride. Now, the Incredibles roller coaster ride is freaking awesome. All the rides there at Disneyland are incredible, right? And, uh, so we ride that ride. And right after that ride, my, my nose, it just feels horrible. Like, like it feels like I'm just, Suddenly congested, but I don't, I think this must be weird, right? Walk around California Adventure for a little while, and then all of a sudden I start coughing. I start really, really, really coughing. And then I start coughing up thick green phlegm. Phlegm, like silly putty phlegm. Phlegm, like I've never seen before, probably maybe when I was in the fourth or fifth grade. Phlegm that I could cough out in globs probably throw it to the side of the wall and it'll stick there like putty. I could probably stick a pen on the amount of mucus that came out of my mouth right then. And I said, dude, this is bad. I'm going to be pretty sick. I went home that night not feeling that well. Uh, the next day, uh, I, still didn't, I, I, I still didn't feel that well, but I, I had more of a cough, more of the phlegm. It was really, really bad. And then my voice started to go. And here I am sneezing out tons of phlegm. 
and I feel like, you know, I just don't feel good. I think, is this COVID? And all of a sudden, I have plans with all of my friends that I have to cancel because I'm scared that I might, I may get COVID, right? Now, I've had COVID before. It's when my nose and my nose, when my nose ran and I coughed, it was just clear liquid. Uh, there was no mucus whatsoever. In fact, my nose dripped like a water faucet. And it was, it was very, it, when, I, when I would blow my nose, it was a very unsatisfying feeling when I had COVID. But this time around, when I blow my nose, when I cough up, I am coughing up very satisfying amounts of phlegm. And when you, you know when you have thick phlegm? When you have really, really, really thick phlegm, we're talking like, you know, silly putty, stuff you can mold in your hands if you want, kind of make like, like shapes if you really wanted to. Uh, you spit this phlegm, it flies like a good like 10, 15 yards. I mean, you could, you could spit a first down with the amount of phlegm <laughs> because it's that thick. It just flies right out there. And I just said, man, I'm really not feeling good. And I, and I felt so bad. I really felt like going home early for my vacation. And I'm in, I'm in day six, day five or day six. I have no voice. My voice is going in and out. I sound like as though I'm like this, like stockbroker guy who drinks way too much coffee because I have a very gravelly voice. And then all of a sudden I just lose it completely. I can't even like, there's nothing coming out of my mouth. And, uh, I'm just, everything's just a whisper now. And, and Keith has to be the one to communicate for me, right? So, so I'm not having that much fun of a time, but I'm still pushing through with it. Now, the, the day before we actually leave, and I'm still, by the way, I'm still going out vacationing, right? And I'm thinking, you know, do I have COVID or not? It can't be COVID because Keith is like freaking healthy. He is so healthy right now. He has no cough, no nothing whatsoever, right? And uh, I said, this can't be COVID, right? So, so, uh, cause he would have gotten sick really quick. Now, what happens? The day before I, I, I leave. I said, you know, Keith, I, I really don't feel good. We, we, we got to go to the supermarket and I got to get that sinus rinse thing. So we, we buy the sinus rinse thing and I shoot some saline water up my nose. Um, it's kind of like the neti pot thing, but it's not really neti pot. Neti pot, you just kind of pour, kind of like a teapot. Uh, this one, you put water into there, little, little uh, powder, powder packets, shake it up, shot it up my nose and all this mucus just came out. Like, oh, just getting tons of it just came out, right? And then all of a sudden, like that, a rock came out. A rock, a little rock, a, a little, not not too little, but still a little, a little with tons of mucus uh, surrounded by. It. I, I look, and I kind of like play with it my, with my finger. I said, "Yeah, that's a that was a pebble that was inside my nose that was stuck in there." So I shoot up my other nostril, and some other little stuff comes out too. I think, dude, there was like rocks and black stuff and all this other stuff that's inside of my nose. Now, now. Already, I'm still coughing a lot, and it feels a lot better. But all of that had caused a sinus infection, a really bad one, an instant one. And that had dripped down into my lungs and just like just gave me probably a mild, a mild uh, I guess, version of bronchitis. Now, I am asthmatic, so that didn't really help. And uh, so I did, it did trigger some asthma, surprisingly. Now, this, uh, I, I, come back, I come back to Hawaii. And my voice is gone. So again, podcasting is completely out of the picture. And then on top of that, I have three weddings. No, I have four weddings right after that. So, you know, you know, when you don't, when you can't talk right, <laughs> that's not good. And then on top of that, I'm coughing. 
Now, I do realize that I can take some cough syrup and, like, you know, like, take some Advils and all those different different types of things, you know, to make sure, like, I don't freak out my, my customers to think that I have, like, COVID. And I already know for, for a fact I don't have COVID because everyone who I interacted with, my Uncle Harry, my Uncle Norman, my, my cousins, and my, my cousin Brenton and his family and all those, they're not sick whatsoever, right? And Keith is still not sick, right? And my parents are not sick. So this can't be COVID. In fact... Movie guy Keone comes over to my house right after that, knowing that I'm, I lost my voice. I said, yeah, he said, yo, he doesn't care, care if I have COVID. He's one of those guys, right? If I don't, if I have COVID or not. And, uh, he, he's 100% healthy. He never got sick. So he's so, uh, so I have the weddings after, but I take all these cough suppressants to make sure I don't, I don't freak every, freak everyone out there. And, uh, I, I push through it. I do four weddings. Still don't feel really that great because, you know, when you're coughing a lot, it takes a lot out on you. And, uh, I just got rid of that cough. My voice started to return maybe a week after I, I came, came back. And then right after that, my, um, uh, my cough started to suppress itself maybe just this past week. So I've been coughing and I'm still coughing, by the way. Uh, I've been coughing up, uh, uh, I've, I've been coughing for about a month, close to a month already. That's crazy. And it's not COVID. It's just some type of bacterial infection. And uh, right now, I can see my cough is uh, about 90% clear. I'm not coughing like, like uh, I guess, uh, constantly at nighttime. Uh, at, at one time, I think just about a week ago, I couldn't even get through a sentence without coughing. So again, that's one of the reasons why for the last month, I have not been podcasting, right? Other than vacationing and then catching up on things. Now, another thing too is why I'm not podcasting is like, you know, I, I only got a lot, a, lot, a lot of other crap to do too because like a... The weddings, I mean, when I came back, I just, you know, all these wedding inquiries were coming in and here I am just trying to like juggle everything. So being busy, COVID, all those different things, and plus football season and fantasy football, right? So, <laughs> I have every single excuse in the book not to podcast, but trust me, I love doing this and I'm still here. I'm really still here. So now, now you know why I was gone. Let's get into what I really want to talk about right now. Now, first of all, Let's talk about some wedding stuff. Uh, I know a lot of you don't care about that, but we got to get some wedding stuff out there on the table. Um, weddings in Hawaii are all coming back. It's all coming back. Uh, despite inflation at being at an all-time high, it seems that couples really don't care. And so we're getting a lot of couples, the ones who can afford to come here, uh, and they're paying a premium. You're really, really paying a premium. Um, some crappy things that are still happening is that you can't do weddings here on Oahu at, on Waimanalo Beach and also Sherwoods. Okay. Uh, the reason why is that a, a wedding company had a open shop there and, uh, illegally had done weddings on the beach, had put chairs and archways on top of there, pissed off the locals. Uh, then they tried to get away by, get away skirting the law by moving it back toward on, on city and county parkland. And what happened, what happened was that the city and county and the state got together and they both, you know, made an agreement, kind of a weird thing to like basically ban weddings, um, on Sherwoods and Waimanalo, uh, because they were just getting, it was, it was really getting out of hand. And I, to be honest with you, I don't like doing weddings on these beaches because it's really windy and it's really crowded with tourists. So it made no difference to me, but this was a very, very popular place for wedding companies, for, for at least that wedding company. 
And uh, unfortunately, that wedding company, you know, they told every single line in the book uh, to, you know, to, to keep booking, up, booking couples there and only told their couples at the last minute that, wait, wait a minute, we can't do weddings here. So this company, which, you know, rhymes with Schmedings in Shawaii, <laughs> I don't like them. I don't trust them at all. Now, other than that... Weddings are really expensive right now. Personally, with my company, uh, I have not raised prices on photography and video, but I have raised prices on the bouquets, the flowers, and I and I think I may actually uh, increase my travel prices uh, just a little more to help pay for gas. The average price of gas goes between if you go to, if you buy your gas at Sam's Club, it's four dollars and fifty cents to five dollars. But if you don't buy it there, it's it, it, I've seen places where it's mid five dollars, like five fifty. Um, I've seen as high as close to six dollars here in Hawaii, which is pretty scary. Uh, it doesn't look as though prices are going down because this you know this administration, the you know by, the Biden administration, um, seems to want to keep gas prices higher uh, because they want everything to go electric, which is completely baloney. Uh, here in Hawaii, uh, we are we are actually trying to. Follow the, I guess the, the, the aspirations of California and trying to go all electric by 2025. And, and I think they may, here in Hawaii, there may be a legislation to ban, uh, the, uh, the sale of, of gas cars by 2025, which is so stupid. Um, uh, because we, <laughs> we don't have a, a power plant that can actually generate enough power to, to charge all, if everyone had an electric car on Hawaii, in Hawaii, you know, there'd be rolling blackouts left and right. And there wouldn't be a generator here in Hawaii that could, that could provide the electricity to charge all the electric cars. And they can't do that anywhere in the in entire United States, even in California. But they're still pushing forward with that legislation in California. What do you think about that? That is freaking nuts. And that's why a lot of people are leaving California. Now, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go? Why don't we uh, just uh, just uh, uh, skip over the the wedding industry industry right now? Because everything with the wedding industry, like I told you in my last podcast, is all the same. All right, prices are still high. You can still come down here. Oh, the Airbnbs, uh, they're starting to uh, they're starting to crack down on, on a lot of Airbnbs. So try not to book Airbnbs. Stay in a hotel. There's a lot of people who are trying to book Airbnbs right now, and they're getting very disappointed because when they book an Airbnb, they'll find out, hey, wait a minute, one week before I travel to Oahu, the Airbnb cancels, and I have nowhere to stay, okay? So booking a hotel just to be on the safe side, the Airbnbs on Oahu are <laughs> they're actually illegal because of a legislative and political reasons, not for any type of real reason because... <laughs> Uh, vacation rentals do not increase the cost of rent here in Hawaii. It doesn't. The reason why rent is so high in Hawaii is because the price of housing has gotten really high and mortgages, you know, consequently have gotten really high. So you can't, you can't pay, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month to cover your mortgage when that house you're living in costs $1.3 million, right? It's common sense. 
It's really common sense. Vacation rentals have nothing to do with it. But to be honest, if you buy a vacation, if you buy a one point something million dollar home and you rent out a couple rooms and all that, on you know with on VRBO or you know Airbnb, it does help you pay the mortgage. But the state of Hawaii, the city and county, they're they're trying to you know screen screenwrite excuses on why. Or, or they're trying to point the finger. Why don't you instead of screenwriting? They're trying to point the finger and blame, I blame the the homeowners who rent out Airbnbs and say it's their it's your fault. It's your fault that that prices here in Hawaii are rising. The, the price of like rent, not all the foreign investment coming in or corporations coming in and buying all of these houses. Okay, it's a bunch of freaking baloney. And, uh, you know, that's about it for the wedding industry side. So, and again, if you want to have your wedding or vow renewal, or you want some family pictures here in Hawaii, visit me. You can find me on dreamweddingshawaii.com. That's dream weddings with a S, hawaii.com. And I'll help you out 100%. And, uh, trust me, I'm really, really good at what I do. All right. So next topic, next topic. Hey, did you see that Ontario, that Toronto, uh, transgender high school teacher. This this dude, okay, this dude is sick. All right, yeah, we're we're, we're jump cutting to a different topic from weddings to this, but this is on my mind. Uh, I saw it on Tucker Carlson the other day, and uh, I I googled it, and uh, apparently there's this Canadian teacher. When I say Ontario, we're talking about Tor- Toronto, Ontario, and uh, he teaches high school over there. And this guy dresses in these prosthetic breasts. They're oversized breasts. They look huge. They look like they're bigger than basketballs. Okay, now this is a, a transgender person. He may not actually identify as a, as a woman. He may identify as an anime woman, right? And he wears these prosthetic breasts with these nipples on it that are very provocative. And he wears it to school. He wears it to high school and he teaches this. You know, at uh, he teaches this in this type of uniform. Uh, this is crazy. This is really crazy. And what's really, I guess, what's really more troubling is that the school they are defending this teacher because he is he falls under, under the umbrella of transgenderism. Now, <laughs> this is a really really interesting thing. Okay, is that if a teacher there. See, a regular female teacher, she would to go to school and teach in a shirt, and then she would purposely show her nipples uh, to all of her students. She would get kicked out of school because she is being overly sexualized. She's over-sexualizing herself. But this transgender teacher, this transgender teacher, it, which is, he is creating really, really big breasts. Okay, this is huge breasts. And then making very, very big nipples on here, which pokes through his shirt. They are saying that's not over-sexualizing anything. This is just part of his identity. And this wokeism, this crap of wokeism, this, this, this uh, toleration of uh, over-sexuality uh, is being pushed on young kids. And it's group. I'm, I'm not sure... What's with society where the left thinks this is okay? You know, they think this is okay to sexualize young children, right? To, and they're taking it, they, they're so mentally ill. Now, I, I never thought I would ever, li- ever live a time in my life where 
the, the, the common sense decency to treat children well, to treat, you know, to treat human, to treat children humanely, uh, uh, would, would ever leave this earth, would ever leave society. But now I'm, I'm seeing this, the over-sexualizing of children, um, in, in, um, in schools where, where teachers are, are, are teaching young kids in, I guess in grade school, in kindergarten, in to about their sexual identity. And they're saying things like, oh, you could be a man, you could be a woman, you could be both, you could be neither. And they're literally stupefying our kids, like turning them into idiots. And it, it, it frustrates me. It really, really, really frustrates me. Now, when I went to Disneyland, um, I, I started to look at... Uh, the merchandise that they're selling. And, and lo and behold, I see the merchandise, like the Star Wars, you know, the Star Wars logo, uh, the Disney logo, embracing this LGBTQ woke thing. They have the rainbow. They have the, they have the, the Star Wars in the rainbow colors. They have, a, they have a, um, the, the Jedi logo the, the, or the Resistance logo in, in rainbow colors. And I keep asking myself, why? You know, sexu- the sexual the sexualization or, the, or sex- the sexuality of a person or sexual preference of a person was never a big thing in Star Wars. But all of a sudden, Disney, Disney wants to, you know, take it a step further and say, hey, we support the LGBT- LGBTQIA plus movement, which is even more crazy because now, now, not only is the woke movement being taught in schools, now it's being taught actually in, 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 in amusement, uh, amusement parks and also movie theaters, all from the Disney Corporation. And it's really, it's getting really, really out of hand. Now, a lot of people may think that the transgender movement is very, very harmless, but this is the most harm, harmful thing you could ever do to a young child. The, the transgender mo- movement, a lot of times, is is uh is usually just a fashionable movement along among the young kids. You know, when you're younger, you have no idea who you are. You have no idea what you want to become, what your purpose in life is. You know, you have no idea what you want to do in life. And a lot of times, you're lost. You have no direction, and you're look, and you're looking for an identity. This is like with a lot of people, a lot of kids, right? And a lot of kids now they're being said that well, maybe, maybe you're lost because. You're another person trapped in another, another, another person's body. You are a girl trapped in a man's body or a man's trapped in a girl's body. And that's why if we just fix this, if we just fix this, we can actually fix your whole life. And what do you have to do to fix this? Well, you have to take hormone blocking, uh, hormone blocking drugs. You may even have to chop off your breast, get a double mastectomy. And they're doing these things to young kids. They're doing these things in young kids, you know, in the name of politi- political correctness or wokeism. Or, and the people behind of it are, have so big egos that they don't want to admit what they're doing is harming kids. They have things uh, such as, uh, they, they call it gender affirmation, uh, I guess, uh, psychology which, or, or therapy. Gender affirmation therapy. So what do you do here? Your child, or, or if say for your, for it, maybe for you, you say you're a male trapped in a female's body. Well, you go over to this therapist and they'll say, they're affirming therapist. They'll say, 
Yes, I think so. They don't try to talk you out of it and say, well, maybe let's talk about your, your, your personality, your personality type. And maybe you are the type of person who always searches for a different identity. You're always trying on different hats. And maybe this is a hat that you want to try on, but there are consequences if you go down this route, because have you tried different hats on before? Right? But they don't want to talk about that. They are an affirming, affirming therapist, which doesn't make any sense because that means a therapist doesn't push back. They're just there to say, here you go, we affirm you. And by the way, because we affirm you, that clears the path so you can take all the estrogen you want, all the testosterone you want. And in fact, in some states, we don't even have to tell your parents. And if you think, if you, if you think something is wrong with what I just told you, if, if you, if you feel like me, that this is, we are going down the wrong path right here, all of a sudden you are labeled as a person who has hate in their heart. You don't understand. You are transphobic. You don't take the time to understand these people. You, you really don't take the time to understand that these people are just lost. You know, I was over at a, I was over at a McDonald's the other day, and this is right after I went to a. What did I go to? I, I, I think I was coming home from a comedy show or something like that, and I was uh, getting sodas over there in there. Bought a soda at the kiosk, and then I was just usually I just show the the the, the receipt to the person working at the front counter. They, they just give me two two uh, diet coke. I mean, I guess uh, large large soda cups so I can go fill my diet coke up over at the fountain, right? But for some reason or not, they were just out of cups. So he says, yeah, hold on, hold on, sir, hold on, sir, in a very feminine voice, right? And this manager, it looked like a very beautiful Filipino girl, and it had a very, very high voice. She goes, oh, yeah, sir, thank you, thank you, thank you, okay, we'll get a cup of it, must say, fine, right? I didn't think anything of it. Now, this other girl had come up to talk, um, and she was very, very feminine, too. She was right behind me, and then she ordered her, she ordered her food, she was a very, very feminine voice, very pretty girl. And then they started talking about football games, right? And then, and then I heard the manly voice. Oh, how you like that football game? Going, oh, I love that football game. And then I said, where's that manly voice coming from? They're, they're talking about Brett Favre. Oh, Brett Favre did this. And Brett Favre, all oh, this. Okay, fine. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and then I look over, and it's the girls talking that way. The girls who were really good-looking young girls, right? I mean, they fooled me. They were talking like men. I said, wait a minute, those are dudes. Because they were talking about, you know, the whole Brett Favre scandal and the, and the Mississippi thing. Oh, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't think Brett Favre is doing it right there. Brett Favre. And, they're, and they sound like this. You know, oh, yeah, man, Brett Favre. Oh, I don't know if I like him anymore. Like, he's really bad guys. I said, whoa, this guy's, these girls have lower voices than me. And then I said, oh, you know, I said, man, uh, what? I, 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 I just interrupted him because I wanted to hear that voice again. I said, man, you know, um, you know, can you just can you just give me the, the large cup so that I can fill it up myself? She goes, no, 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 sir, no, sir, like that. We will get the cups for you. And she goes into this very like feminine voice again, and then turns back to her her, her friend. Oh yeah, Brett Favre. Oh, he's a horrible guy, horrible, horrible. I just really don't like him. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm not a Packers fan anymore. <laughs> and I was like floored. I was completely floored. <laughs> So I'm not sure, you know, with these, you know, the, the Asians, Asians are kind of petite to begin with. So, and then some of these, these guys, these, these male, like, you know, transgenders, when they're like Asian, they, they used to call them lady boys in, over in Thailand. You can't tell the difference until they open up their mouth.
<laughs> so that's pretty scary. Watch out, guys. If you're going, if you're in a bar, if you're in a nightclub, you see a pretty Asian girl hitting on you. Uh, you know, she may hate Brett Favre a lot. You may want to talk football with them like this and see what comes out, right? <laughs> so, but anyway, getting back to what I was talking about, everything trickles down over what's happened here. Over in this trans, this transgender anime person, you know, over this teacher over there in this high school thing, and it, it just goes to show you that the teacher, the government, they're defending this transgender you know, anime person. Again, this transgender teacher doesn't identify as a woman. This tra- transgender identifies as an animation woman, right? So, so uh, that's why he he's got those big boobs walking around, those big boobs, and that's just part of his identity. He's not sexualizing anything, really. Okay, uh, and all of that is trickled down everywhere. It's everywhere, like a poison. It's horrible. And, and what what can we do? You know, what can we do? This whole woke crap. This woke crap, which apparently when it first came out, you know, I said, hey, what the hell is this woke crap, right? It's just bad. First of all, it's just bad. It's bad grammar to say, oh, I'm so woke right now. It should be that you're awake, not a, not woke. But, you know, they're trying to be cool and play with grammar. But this entire woke movement, it, you know, when I hear about it, and the more I research about it, it just, when, when somebody tells me, and I think it was one of my friends, you know, they, they said that they would never, they're, they're a female, they're, they, would, they, would, they would never date any guy who is not woke. That is their main thing, because if they're woke, that means they're so progressive, they are in tune to what's going on right now in this society. Now, I'll tell you one thing. If a person comes to me and says they're woke, automatically, in my mind, I think they're really stupid. Because that means they don't believe in, quote-unquote, science. Now, the woke person believes that they're so smart that they have over-accelerated their brain, that they have, they have attained some type of version of nirvana that they are just above the rest. You know, they are so, you know, they, they're so above that they don't want to debate anything. Remember, remember they always like to say, you know, the debate is over, the science is in, global warming is true. Right now, it's, the science is in, climate change is true. Don't debate. Oh, don't debate the vaccine. The vaccines, they work. It is true because Fauci said, let's not debate the science about transgenderism because a boy can actually give birth because it is true. Don't debate it because the science is in because it's, you know, that's what they said. And they will always do this. The woke, the woke people, they hate conversation because if conversation continues, like what's happening right now, if you listen to me and you say, Steve, I'm kind of agree with you, they hate that. And that's why my podcast got demonetized because, you know, I just gave my opinion about Roe versus Wade. And I got demonetized because I, I dared to have a conversation that disagreed with the woke community and a lot of these companies are are managed by people who are woke and they believe that hey you know what if it's woke it must be correct it must be correct but they 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 will never admit that they're wrong and what do we know about it what do we know that climate change well we know that climate change has happened you know with or without humans right and we know that for a fact that if the earth gets warmer by a couple of degrees over the next 200 years we think we have the technology or to create the technology to cool ourselves. And we do. And you know, what's the other thing too about climate change is that 
you know, one thing about it is that I think those poor countries should be entitled to embrace cheaper coal, te- coal energy rather than forcing them, forcing them to, to embrace very expensive EV uh, electricity. EV, green energy, is something for the elite, is something for the rich. It's not something that's, that's for, the, for the poor or middle class. I tell you what, I can't afford an EV car. I can afford a really, really good gas car. You know, and I, and I don't, I don't want to go driving around, you know, looking, looking for a, a, I guess a charging platform all the time. I really don't. I really don't. That, and when you drive an EV vehicle, there comes a point in your battery charge level where you say, well, now I got to start worrying about, you know, running the air conditioning too long. I have to start worrying about, you know, you, you know, turning my, on my lights too long. Uh, do I have to turn on the radio? I, I can't live in luxury because you know what? I'm not going to be getting a hundred miles on this charge. I, I may be getting just 30 miles and I may get, be getting 15 miles. So I better start charging up pretty soon. You just don't have that luxury. <sighs> this is the life we're living in right now. You know, when you, <laughs> you go to, your kids go to school, your, your, your teacher dresses up with like prosthetic big boobs and the, and the, and the government says, well, there's nothing we can do with it. In fact, you should love it. You should love it, love it, love it. And if your kids say, hey, you know what, mom, I think I feel like a, I think I feel like a female now, even though I'm a dude and all that. And you think, well, if you, if, if I want to like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go chop off my balls right now. You can't do anything about it. I'm not even going to tell you. And the government will say, and if you say anything, mom or dad, you are transphobic and we may even take your kid away from you. That's the world we're living in now. And that's the world of the Democrats. That is the democratic philosophy. That's what Joe Biden is pushing, by the way. So a vote for Joe Biden is a vote for all of this crap that I just mentioned. You want that? I don't, I sure don't. You know, Joe Biden has, has almost, Joe Biden and the Democrats have almost ruined my financial, like, you know, financial stability. Luckily, I made it through COVID, you know, you know, through the grace of God and the help of my parents and, and, uh, you know, all of you who booked my weddings. But it was really close to for me going completely bankrupt again. It was, it was not nice. You know, it was really not nice. And when we always heard the words, hey, we're in it all together, right? We're in it all together. Well, we weren't in it all together. The politicians, you know, here in Hawaii, our governor tried to get a raise during COVID. He really did. That's not too nice. All right, people, I've been talking for 37 minutes and 46 seconds. It's about time for me to go to bed. It's 2 a.m., 2.46 a.m. in the morning, right? Brain's kind of caulking out there, but I'm still a lot more there than Joe Biden, I'll tell you that. Okay, so I'm going to start trying to podcast more often. My voice is still going in and out. I kind of don't sound like myself. My nose is a little, still a little stuffed. But I promise I'll try to podcast more. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have booked with my wedding company, thank you so much, so much, so much. I will talk to you all folks later. Bye. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, Please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQTO Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.